and thank you for joining me today. Um, this week has been a long week, and um, I want to talk about some things that have gone on. Uh, we had some terrible storms uh, that came through late Monday night and produced tornadoes and tore through several towns um, and ended up taking the lives of many, sadly. Um, the National Weather Service came out and classified these tornadoes as EF3s and EF4s, um, which, if you know anything, they're just devastating. Um, so I'm thankful to be a part of a church that supports the disaster relief team and will help those affected by the storm. At that time, um, those disaster relief team members get to take an opportunity to share the gospel. So I want to take the opportunity to start with a prayer, and then we can get started with this week's message. Lord, we just thank you for um, everything that you do for us, Lord. We want to pray for those who have been affected by the tornadoes this week, Lord. We pray that you um, can guide them through this hard time, Lord. Those families who've lost loved ones, Lord, and uh, those who are just picking up the pieces. We pray that you um, can comfort them, Lord, uh, through this time. Lord, we pray for the first responders um, as they are still helping with initial recovery efforts, Lord. We pray that you can keep them safe as they're working um, around hazardous conditions, Lord. We pray um, that you would guide them to where they need to go. Um, Lord, we also pray for the leadership uh, in any decision-making that they need to do, Lord, that you would guide them through that. Lord, we also uh, pray that you be with the disaster relief teams, Lord, that your light will show through um, them during the recovery effort, Lord, that um, we can continue to help others and share the gospel at the same time, Lord. Uh, we just love you. We thank you for everything that you've done for us. It's your name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. So today we're going to be looking at the book of Jonah. Um, most of you kind of already know, if you're not already aware, that this story is how Jonah was swallowed by a fish, and then was spit out. I feel like we may miss a significant part of this story. Um, and that part is where Jonah was called on by God to go to a town called Nineveh to preach against their wickedness. Um, God judged Nineveh because they were living in sin. And uh, God hates sin. Um it's hurtful to him, and it goes against what he intended for us. Jonah decided that he didn't want to go to Nineveh because he knew the sinful nature of the people of Nineveh and thought God um, should bring down his wrath on them and not spare them. Um, Jonah feared that God would not bring down his anger on the people of Nineveh and this is why he fled instead of going on to what God called him to do. Now, as I was doing some research on this, I think that um, the journey enough uh, would be enough to deter even me from wanting to go. Um, Nineveh is somewhere between five and 600 miles um, for Jonah to make that trip. Um, 
So we see in chapter four where it's hot and the sun's bright and scorching. And those factors alone uh, would deter me from wanting even to make the trip. God had a plan to use Jonah to save the city and preach his word to them, to turn them from uh, their ways. So these things scared Jonah enough to have him flee to get on a boat to head for Tarshish. Um, He was fleeing from God and the command that God gave Jonah. As a child, I know that there were times that I disobeyed commands from my parents, um, and and the result was usually not a good one, guys. <laughs> my uh, parents would get upset and usually yell at me, and they, they'd ask me uh, why I didn't do what they'd asked me to do. Uh, and they were upset, and rightfully so. Um, I didn't follow a command given to me. And when that happens, usually some sort of punishment results from this disobedience. Uh, Those were like losing privileges to go stay with friends, Um, going outside and playing with friends, or um, being told I had to stay in my room all day. Um, Because when I was growing up, guys, cell phones and computers were not a major thing. We did get a computer at one point, and when you did have that computer, you had to make sure no one was on the phone, because if they were, you wouldn't be able to connect. That's right, kids. Back in my day, as if I'm old, um, accessing a computer required a phone line, um, and usually when you were connecting, there were some funny sounds like the ones you're about to hear. If you don't know what that is, go look up dial-up connections. So anyways, back to the point. Um, Going against God's command will have consequences that will have to be answered for. Um, So at this point, we know what is coming. Because Jonah decided to flee, um, God ended up sending a storm on the boat that he took um, to Tarshish and um, the everybody on board got scared and wondered why a storm had come and it came down to Jonah um, had disobeyed God and they basically came out threw him overboard and at that time a large fish swallowed Jonah and he is in this fish for three days and three nights. Jonah realized at this point that he messed up by not following what God commanded. And if you read closely, I think one of the key things we can see is that um, Jonah decided to start praying while inside the fish. Um, in essence, he realized he messed up and knew that he needed to ask God to forgive him. Uh, for going against his commands. Um, So then came mercy from God for Jonah at this point. But I do want to say that's not the first point that we've seen God's mercy in Jonah's story. 
He showed mercy to the town of Nineveh by giving them the chance to respond to his word and repent from their sinful nature. Or at least he was giving them that opportunity. He had called Jonah to go speak to them um, and give them that opportunity. So, I'm sorry, guys, I got off where I was um, going. Anyways, um, God got, God interrupted Jonah's plan so that he could get Jonah to realize what he was doing uh, was disobeying God. So in the third and fourth chapter of Jonah, we will see that Jonah gets frustrated by God's plan because Jonah believes that God shouldn't spare the people of Nineveh. Jonah can't see how God can love people who are not living according to the laws. Um, he can't see how God can have mercy for these people, why he can give them another chance. Um, so can you believe that Jonah got upset at the success of his preaching? Um, that's just insane. I can't believe, you know, if I was going out and sharing the gospel and was having success, I'd be pumped. I'd be ready to go. Just keep sharing it. But Jonah got upset. Um, so Jonah wanted to die rather than live, knowing that the people in Nineveh received mercy from God. And we also see that God used a plant to show Jonah how crazy he uh, was to care more about the death of that plant than serving the souls uh, or saving the souls of those people. In Nineveh, um, Jonah had no investment in that plant. Uh, he didn't plant the seed that caused it to grow. He didn't water it. He didn't nurture it through being small to going as big as it got. Um, yet when it died, he got so upset. Um, the only attachment that Jonah had to that plant was the fact that it was providing him shade from the sun. Uh, Jonah got angry that the plant died and showed more concern for that than he did for the people of Nineveh. Um, <laughs> you might say I'm going to go off on a little tangent here, but what I would say is that I believe that this lesson can be shown for how we react to change um, in the church. Uh, I feel like sometimes we get more concerned about something that has changed in a Sunday service or a Wednesday service that we don't like. And that causes us not to have any concern about um, how we're reaching those who are lost. We make no effort to reach those that have not heard the great news of Jesus, but we can take the time to go complain to a pastor about the change we don't like. Um, so I think that today's world, we've become so, um, how is the church serving me instead of how am I serving the church? Um, and I think we see God's plan was for us to serve the church, serve as the church, um, and serve our community and our country and our world. I think he's called us to do all of that. Um, so if we look at the whole picture of the story. Um, the one thing that I can can say that I pull out of this is that God's plan 
is greater than ours. We can choose not to follow his plan, but in the end, we will have to face the consequences. We can see that if we don't follow God's plan, things won't go as smoothly. We'll face a storm. Uh, Maybe not a literal storm, but something um, will happen in our lives uh, around us. Uh, So what I would always say is it's better not to go against God's plan. And this is something that I struggle with. You know, I've struggled with that. Some people know kind of my story from the beginning of working with the school system and getting to a point where I was ready to move up my career. So I kept applying, kept applying for positions, whether inside or outside the school system, um, and kind of wanted to do what my plan was for my life instead of following what God's plan was for my life. Um, And that uh, just, it didn't work out. And there's a reason why it didn't work out at that time. I hadn't met my wife, and uh, or I would say I'd met my wife, but I had we hadn't started dating, and um, so had I moved positions, there was a likelihood that her and I wouldn't be together today. Um, and my wife is an anchor for me, um, in a way that she pushes me in my faith. Um, more than I could ever push myself. Uh, so if I had moved positions, I wouldn't have met my wife. Um, I wouldn't probably be involved in, um, in the student ministry like I am today. I wouldn't be probably working at the church that I'm working at today. Um, uh, I wouldn't have the mentors that I have today. I wouldn't be in seminary. I feel like all of that would have changed if God wouldn't have made it clear that his plan was better than mine. Um, so that's kind of the end of my message today, guys. Um, I'm going to pray um, and wrap the show up. So, uh, God, we just come to you once again, Lord, that um, to tell you that we love you, and we thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for us, Lord. We want to pray that you can guide us and show us that your plan is better for us than any plan we could imagine for ourselves, Lord. I just pray that you can guide us um, and give us wisdom and guidance, Lord. Um, I also want to pray again for Nashville and the communities that were hit uh, by this storm that came through Monday night, Lord. I pray that you continue to lift them up and that you protect them through this time, Lord, and let your light shine through this tragedy, Lord. We just thank you for giving us another day, Lord. I pray for those who need you right now, Lord. Um, You know their needs, Lord. Um, And we just pray that you can bring us back uh, next week 
um, for us to have another great show. It's your name we pray. Amen. All right, guys, thank you for listening to today's message. I hope that you enjoyed it and can return next week for another message. Uh, if you have another topic that you'd like to hear me discuss, just reach out to me through email. That email is going to be his, H-I-S, missionary2911 at gmail.com. Again, that email is his, missionary2911 at gmail.com. And I'm going to try to work to work those in if you get me any suggestions. Uh, Again, thank you for listening. I hope that uh, you will be back next week. God bless.